Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Zvike at Vika. Another episode of the Anyone's Game podcast. That was Lithuanian, by the way, for absolutely no reason, except a Lithuanian told me how to say hello and welcome, and I wanted to show off. The past weekend was, of course, the Scottish Cup last 16, with Hibs winning the Edinburgh Derby in the tie of the round. We'll also hear from Hearts owner and Budge after Tynecastle was announced as this year's venue for the Scottish Cup final. And on Friday, Scotland faced Cyprus in their first Euro 2021 qualifier. So on Sunday, most eyes were on the Orium, where Hibs beat Hart 7-1 in front of a very healthy-looking crowd, it has to be said. Here's Hibs head coach Grant Scott, who also looks forward to his side's Champions League clash with Slavia Prague and Hart's counterpart Andy Inwood. I think we struggled away in the first half and I was a wee bit disappointed with the, with the performance if I'm honest but um, you know, I, I, certainly on the sideline wasn't he panicking, I thought we had enough territory and possession in the game but um, yeah, it was uh, probably probably the, the, the flurry of goals quite early in the second half just made it a bit easier than maybe it could have been but um, aye, th- overall delighted though in the end Yeah, probably day for you though, Muir and Jamie Nice for getting called up yeah, I'm absolutely delighted for them both. I mean, Amy's obviously new to the group, but um, her and Jamie have a... Um, yeah, they just have a way about going about their business, you know. They both live their lives quite, you know, really well and clean, and um, the two of them are, are so focused um, just with the work they do with you, you know, with with the club. Um, but clearly when they're, they're at Academy here and stuff like that. Um, so it's I think it's early in their careers to, to get that kind of recognition, but... I, 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 probably, probably most of us have been looking for a national manager to do that periodically, um, and I think when you see the two of them play, they're, they're both Rolls Royce material. You know, they, they um, athletically they've got everything. They're still learning the game, but they're both willing learners. And yeah, I'm, I'm chuffed to bits for them both. Yeah, it's first time to speak to you after the Champions League. So Slavia Prague, what do you make of that? Yeah, I think we could have had a more difficult draw. And we could have had an easier draw, so we're we're somewhere in the middle in our thoughts. Um, yeah, it'll be tough, you know. Quarter finalists last two years. Um, we will we'll research them as best we can, and um, hopefully come up with a plan. But it's going to be a tough one, totally. Yeah, it's going to be a big night in it, big field each own. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we're we're obviously trying to we're going to try and build that um, interest in the game, try and get a good crowd behind us. Um, you know, we might find that we have to. You know, it's a bit probably old cliche. It's a game, you know, two games, maybe at half time at the, the end of the first leg, hopefully just be in the game. Um, but we'll need to see how it goes from there. But certainly a big crowd would help us. Yeah, a difficult one for you. I'm, I'm disappointed in the end result, given that we're a team that doesn't normally concede the number of goals that we did today. So, um, aye. I thought we, I thought the second half, I thought today, fitness really did show between the two sides. Um, but we need to be, we need to be realistic, um, and I've just said that to the girls in the changing rooms. Where we're at in SWPL2, our fitness is strong in that division, um, and the players know that, and I know that, um, and the teams that we come up against know that. But I think we found today that that. Um, our aspirations to go up a level, if we do get that, then it really did show that the fitness levels have to dramatically improve so that you can match um, and compete 
by teams like Hibs at the minute. Yeah, I suppose performance-wise, you really sort of based judging it on the, the first half. I mean, you did so well, we get the, the lead as well. Well, we had a we had a plan in place, um, and I suppose you could say for a certain period of time, the first half it worked. Um, disappointing to lose a couple of goals towards the end of the first half because that wasn't to do with fitness. That was to do with. Um, that was to do with it. For me, it was the gaps between the battle and the midfield. They just got too big and they found some spaces and they, they ended up getting a corner out of it and then a fantastic strike for Hutt. That's not the first time she's done it. She's just done one in Champions League recently, so and we, we knew that. Um, so it was disappointing in the manner that we conceded those two goals. Um, so to be in front early and then concede just before half-time, that sort of put a dampener on everybody. Um, and to come out in the second half... <laughs> Easy to say, we said it in the changing rooms, but you can't concede right at the beginning of the second half or it's going to be extremely difficult. And then from there, I wouldn't use the word collapse, but it certainly um, it certainly affected us and the fitness then really kicked in and Hibs just sort of showed their, their ruthlessness and their dominance in, in making sure they, they took every chance towards the end. So Hibs play Slavia Prague and Glasgow City will face Shrutanel Novo Moscow in the Champions League. And this draw for the Scottish Cup quarterfinal was also made. Aberdeen, who have knocked out Spartans and Kilmarnock, host Rangers. Hibs prize with beating Hearts is a home draw with Hamilton. Last year's runners-up Motherwell welcomed Queen's Park to Ravenscraig. And in the tie of the round, Celtic out home to Glasgow City. For the past two games between the two... City have only won them by a goal, so it'll be interesting to see how Eddie Vilicky's Blacks ever improve the side to get on in that one. And of course, this year the final will be at Tynecastle, and Budge was on hand to make the announcement. So I'm here at Tynecastle Park today to announce the fact that the 2019 SSC Scottish Women's Cup final is going to be held here. How pleased are you to have that final here? I'm absolutely delighted, actually, because, well, for two reasons, three in fact. Um, we've invested gradually in uh, women's football over the, over the last few years, um, up that investment last year, and we will uh, at heart be um, taking full responsibility from November, so the timing is good. Um, but quite apart from the Hearts angle, I think we are all totally behind women's football these days. I mean, the, the World Cup was fantastic, so it's got us all excited. Um, and of course we've got this fantastic facility uh, so yes, we want to be um, invited to host as many of these sorts of games as we can because I think it will give us a chance to be supportive um, of the women in this case. Um, and we're doing, we're doing some other things with uh, under-21s and so on. And I th- we've got these amazing facilities, let's use them, let people enjoy them. And hopefully also try to attract uh, good crowds, uh, which is good for everybody. On that note, it's a showpiece event, it's probably the biggest game in the, the women's <laughs> football calendar, calendar, at least a domestic game. Um, how pleased are you to see a, a big game like this come to the stadium and more big games in yeah. the future as well, hopefully? No, it will be terrific. We've, we've hosted a couple of women's games in the past, um, and speaking personally, I, I think it's great to watch. Um, so I think bringing this particular game here uh, it's the right thing to do, it's, um, it will give it the right setting for the status it deserves and as I say hopefully uh, we'll be able to encourage a lot of people to come along to the stadium and that will then give the support to the girls that you know we all want. 
think Tincastle is the largest stadium that's ever been used for this final. Um, it's probably arguably one of the top stadiums in Scotland as mm -hmm. well, especially obviously after the redevelopment. Yeah. Do you think that that puts the women's game in the right standing uh, in terms of public perception? I think it does. I think, uh, as, as, as we've just said, with everything that's going on in, in women's football at the moment, it's time to actually make that, well, we, we have made a step up and we've got to keep it going. Um, so I think it's very fitting that the, uh, the final should be hosted here and we're delighted. You touched on the fact that obviously there's been a lot of changes going on within the women's side at Hartland mm -hmm. Lothian. You obviously had a game here at Tynecastle Park as well. How pleased are you to see the development of your, of your women's team and, and particularly playing at a stadium like this as well? I'm very, very pleased. I came along to the, the game. Um, a, I was impressed with the football, but uh, as well as that, just seeing the stands, and clearly they weren't full. One of these days we'll have a full stadium for women's football, but uh, we did have a record crowd. And I'd like to think that exactly the same thing is going to happen with the, the final. I hope we'll have a record crowd. In terms of that record crowd, obviously last year was, was the record just under 2,000. Mm -hmm. What would you say to, to spectators or people who are fans of, of football in general to come along here to Tynecastle Park on Sunday the 24th of November? What would you say to them? Well, I would say if you've never been here before, please come and enjoy the experience. If you've never seen women's football before, please come and enjoy the experience. Um, I think some of the technical skills that you see, well, we all saw them in the summer. Um, and yeah, let's get behind uh, the, the, the girls and the ladies. Um, it's going places, so we need the support to get behind us. On Friday, Scotland faced Cyprus at Easter Road. Erin Cuthbert and Fiona Brown were ruled out. That meant maiden call-ups for Jamie Lee Napier and Amy Muir. Unfortunately, Muir was then injured against Hearts. The way she's been playing recently, though, I'm sure her time will come again. However, here's Jamie Lee on her call-up. Um, so, just yesterday, I was driving home and I received a call from Shelley. And, um, yeah, she just said there's been a few injuries, so she's looked to call me in and just come in and be relaxed and do what I do and yeah I'm, I'm really grateful for this opportunity. Come on, good couple of months for you on the 19s Champions League in now Scotland? Yeah I think it's been a great summer for me um, obviously playing at the Euro European Championships on home soil that was a massive thing for me to end my youth journey on and then going away to Champions League getting my debut getting three goals it couldn't have got on, off any better and then obviously getting my first call up at just such a young age has just kind of topped it off for me and I just want to go out and keep working hard and keep keep doing well. Are you expecting it or is it coming as a surprise? Um, no, I don't think I expect anything really. I just want to go out and play my game and if I get noticed then that's a bonus. But yeah, just going out and I'm really lucky that she's given me a call to come in. Obviously Amy Moore's gone off injured, are you? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm actually really sad for Amy because she's another one as well who's done really well at the Championships and then away at Champions League and she's done really well since she's been in at Hibs so I'm really gutted for her that, that she's picked up an injury today. Table to take anyone games podcast Shai Savaiti Thanks for tuning in again to the Anyone's Game podcast. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe in iTunes or Spotify. And our survey is still live on the Twitter page at underscore Anyone's Game. Good luck Scotland on Friday. Thanks for listening. You are listening to the Anyone's Game podcast. 
For advertising inquiries, email agpodcast at yahoo.com.